The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. This is an episode that I published in my previous podcast. I wanted to recycle it here because it is full of wisdom, inspiration, and a backup story that complements my last episode on going from controlling to cooperating really, really well. It is the story of a mom who was able to embrace her son's dreams who now became a renowned actor on TV and in the movies. Enjoy and don't forget. Instead of trying to control and going with your fear, choose love instead and try to be in cooperation with your teenager. Welcome to Single Moms Doing It All, the show. This is your host, Muriel Falous. And as always, we're here to inspire you, uh, teach you tools to master your emotions so that you can align with your true essence and really tap into the power of co-parenting with the universe. And today my guest falls exactly in that category and in the realm of all possibilities series because you'll see why. Her name is Debbie or Deborah, Deborah, Deborah Simino. And um, apart from being a realtor here in Las Vegas, she's also the mom of Michael Simino, who's the the who's featured in the Hulu series Love Victor and was featured featured in Annabelle the Return. I'm not sure about the title. Annabelle Come Come Home. Annabelle Come Home. Annabelle Come Home, the movie. So hi, Debbie. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? I'm great. I'm terrific. I'm happy that you're here for two reasons. First, I would like you, uh, if you could tell us your story about working for yourself, like being self-employed as a single mom may, may seem impossible, not able to to be achieved for some single mom. So I would first love it if you could tell us your story and how well, you, you are now successful with that. Of course, of course. I started uh, to be a real estate agent over 15 years ago. I was working in television in New York and I started working here, but the, the real estate market at the time when I got into it was very hot and I decided to do something that will make me a lot more money and give me more free time with my son and my family. So that's why I got into real estate. And as I got into real estate, I loved it. It was a, I was able to bring my son to school, pick him up, take him to activities and 
spend time with my family. And, and because I, you're I a feel, friend, I know that you're good with people. So yes. You had already a natural ability to connect. Right. I love people. I love my clients. They become my extended family, as you know, Donna. And yeah. many of my clients are like my family. So I really enjoy what I do. And I fight for my clients. Um, and I've gotten many clients' homes that they didn't think was achievable. And I fought for them and in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got them the home of their dreams. And, and I'm persistent and, and def, definitely, you know, I keep on top of things. And I think that's a quality that my son has. He's persistent and dedicated. And I think that carried over into his career. Yes. And that's where I would like to go now, because I know that there may be some kids who have a calling that is not necessarily conventional. Like your son had a calling that was not conventional. Like what I call conventional is like you go to school and then you go to college. And when a teen is coming out of the general path like that, it's not every mother who is able to support him in his dream. So how did you first got to the the belief in your heart that it was his calling. What convinced you? Did he express the desire well, very young? Well, Michael, you know, since he was four years old, he played tennis. And I think he learned a lot of focus and dedication from playing tennis from four years old, like to eight, nine years old. And, and it was getting more professional. And he used to go to, he used to go to, um, church with his old babysitter you know she had him as a child when I used to work and um, he used to go to church with her every Sunday and one of the ladies in church asked if she could have my number if Michael would be interested in going to acting class and so the babysitter her name was Glenda um, she passed on and um, I said okay sure let's let's try it you know let me see what Michael says so I always gave him that option so I said, hey, Michael, one a lady in church thinks you're dramatic, which I happen to agree. <laughs> <laughs> and she liked to put you, you know, see if you like to go to acting class. And he was like, sure. So we tried it. I said, okay, let's do it with an open mind. If you don't like it, you don't have to pursue it. It's, it's another option for you. And once he started acting class, he loved it. And he was going to acting class like three days a week. And he was also playing tennis and he was at tennis camp over the summer, like Las Vegas country club. And he was just really busy and he was in school. And I was like, Whoa, this is a lot for me as a mom. And I had that conversation with him. He was about nine years old. And I said, Hey, Michael, we have to make a decision. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, can't be, you can't do everything a hundred percent. And so what you need to do is focus on one thing that you love, that you have a passion for. And whatever you decide to do, I will stick with you 100%. And he's like, that's easy. I'm like, okay, what is it? (laughs) And he said, it's singing and acting. That's what I love to do. I enjoy it. And I said, okay, so no more tennis. He says, no more tennis. And then that's where it all began. That's great. And and what I notice in your story is that you know how we're guided sometimes the universe is right. guiding us. Right. 
the universe gave you a suggestion and you were open enough to try it. And right. that's where it's important to be flexible in life and to be curious and to see what could be. So that's yeah. the, the, the first thing that I would like to really, for moms to really remember, like openness to be curious about what could be. Of course, of course. And, and he just loved it. And, you know, I started, he was taking like three, four classes a week. He was taking classes. He was taking privates. And we did it about for a year and a half. And then at that point, his, his acting coach had told him, I'll let you know when you're ready for an agent. And we got an agent. And it was amazing. He, he auditioned for the agent and they absolutely loved him. And he had to audition. It wasn't, you know, easy. Yeah. He had to earn his spot with the agency. And once he had an agent, it just flew, you know, it just kind of propelled from there. And he used to go to a um, private school here in town. And he begged me to take him out of private school to put him on online school. Uh-huh. And I was terrified to do that. Yes. But um, was in many plays. He went to Faith Lutheran, and he was in many plays in Faith Lutheran, and he did long days from 6 in the morning, get home at 10 at night. And I knew that it was exhausting from him, for him. He did an amazing job in the plays, but he was still required to do his three, four hours homework a night. Yeah. And um, I really had to come to that realization and say, Michael, if I pull you out of school, which I'm really adamant about not doing, um, you have to promise me that you're going to be focused because I can't take you on auditions and push you to do work. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take you on auditions if you don't excel at school. And he promised me. And I said, okay, you dedicate yourself to that. And whatever I have to do, I'll do and that's that's how it went. And so I pulled him out and he wound up going to um, online school and he did very well because if he was on the road, if he had assignments to do, he could do it from the road. And he graduated high school in two years versus four years. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's great because you really trusted him. Like you put, you made him be responsible. How old was he when you did that? I want to say he was like 16. Yeah. So I noticed with my son yeah. mm-hmm. that they like to, our job is to make them independent and responsible beings. Right. And they really like to show us that they can. And it's amazing that you gave him the room to show you what he was really dedicated to do with right. less structure because it's not really easy sometimes when you have less structure at this age. It's, right. uh, it's really a big jump for you. Uh, so kudos on your part for Thank being you. a mom who trusted Thank that. I mean, you know, you know, teenagers are teenagers. Yeah. At some point I noticed he was slacking off and I had to be really firm with him. And, um, I said, Michael, you need to study your scripts. You need to, you know, when I take you on auditions, it costs a lot of money because it's gas, it's hotels, it's meals, it's going to the cleaners and getting your clothes pressed. It's making sure you know your scripts. It's printing out scripts and highlighting and all of that. And 
At one point I said, if, if you're not going to take your acting classes seriously, I'm going to take you out of acting. You need to behave. And kind of gave me a challenge, you know, as teenagers yes. do. One week I just said, okay, I don't think you're focused and I'm not okay with it because I'm not going to sacrifice everything that no. I do if you're not going to give it a hundred percent. So I took him out of acting class for a week. Oh my God. That was like taking the oxygen out of his lungs. He was dying. Mom, you can't do that. I said, yes, I can. (laughs) (laughs) I told you that if you weren't focused that I was going to take you out. And next is going to school. If you don't get your butt in gear and, and it just took one week. He's like, mom, I can't be without acting. That's like in my blood. I said, okay. So I took him out for a week and it was, it was a good lesson. And it's great to see that because that what he says is it's my, it's in my blood. That means it's really scalling. Right. Uh, for you, because that's really tough love. Some people yeah. think that loving somebody is always being soft and nurturing. Sometimes you have to be strict and you have to hold the consequences for their actions. Of course. And as a single mom, you really have to be, tough and, and we love them dearly and that's why we're tough and yeah when their parents don't understand but right now they probably think we're a pain in the butts but yeah we do, they do. Be parent. <laughs> <laughs> they do they do i can confirm and I, and plus on your side it was probably very expensive so you were investing time you were investing hope money everything so, yes and i did have money um but but I was, um, God provided me with the wisdom and, and, and um, you know, I had a, a really good family support system, very good friends. And I've, I've, you know, I've had jewelry and I've had to pop jewelry at times. I've had to borrow money. I've had to make choices of what bills to pay. Um, I did make money in real estate, but... Um, I, I many times had to make those decisions yeah. and I made them because I had, I believed in him in my heart. Since he started acting, I knew that one day I would have to share him with the world. I don't so know that, that was like your mantra that you were going back to when things were tough. That's what yes. you were thinking. Yes. I said, I know that this is all going to pay off and trust me, there were some people that um, didn't believe in me yeah. and I did because I was going to show them that my son really wanted this and that I was going to help him. I didn't know how far it would go, but I was going to help him achieve his dreams. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, so I guess you were connected to your heart to have this belief in you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I told him no matter what, no matter what, Michael, auditions come first. That you know, appointments, anything, auditions come first. You know, obviously, um, I was blessed that with my real estate career, it didn't affect my real estate career in so far as I could still work from the road. Mm -hmm. Um, It never really affected me showing homes as many people like to see homes on the weekends when they're off of work. And um, in the event that I had to show homes, I had a partner that could show homes for me, but it really never affected real estate. What affected real estate was when people thought I was too busy to be a realtor and those clients, um, they were, they were skeptical, but I, I never cringed out on being a real estate agent because I always had my 
computer, my iPad, my phone. I was always accessible to my clients. And um, I, I love what I do. And the same passion that I have for my son and his career, I have for real estate. So you're, you're a passionate woman. I know you as a friend, so I know. And I've seen you. Uh, travel to California for auditions on weekends and it was really a dedication sometimes I traveled and I had two hours sleep I don't know how I did it <laughs> we're on the way back to Vegas and they call they call me his agent um where are you I said I'm an hour from home they're like you're gonna kill me I'm like why they're like you have an audition and 11 o'clock in the morning and here it is like, I don't know, five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Oh my God. I said, okay, I'm going to go home and take a shower. We're going to go back. And that's what we would do. And, you know, many times we stayed in hotels, but at, you know, it got very expensive. You, you pay for the hotel, you pay for parking, you pay for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, you, you know, and many times you have to pay for parking, even when you go to auditions. And many, and, you know, I paid attention to his scripts and I made sure that if it calls for him to be a preppy boy, that he had a flat shirt with a collar or if he needed to be, you know, a rap part, whatever it was, that he was dressed for the part or a soccer player. So I was very involved with his career and his appointments and all of that. But it's something that I guess it's a blessing that I was the one parent that had that opportunity to yeah. do all that because I knew all the, there was so many parts, moving parts to his career that um, nobody really knows until you do it. Yes. But you had the opportunity, but at the same time you created the opportunity because you took the time, even if you couldn't sleep as much, you, you paid, even if you had to borrow. And I suspect some people came to you and told you that you were crazy and what, what are you yeah. doing? What did you answer those people? I'm curious. I, I felt that um, their opinion didn't matter. But <laughs> <laughs> if they knew me, they knew how driven I am. Yeah. And if they knew my son and the passion that he had, they wouldn't even question it. And so they they obviously weren't helping me. So their opinions didn't matter. So that's, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. It's their yeah. problem. Uh, right. Do you think that, because I know that we inspire and we teach our kids way more with the way we are than with what we say. Do you think that your son was impacted to be as driven as he is by seeing you as driven as you are, because I know when you are, even in real estate, I've seen you helping some of my friends. You're totally dedicated. No matter what you have to do, you will make the client happy, even with some clients who are kind of difficult. Yes, so, I'm, I'm very dedicated. And I believe he did see that in me. Um, I've overcome a lot of financial obstacles as we all have. And, you know, many of us have, especially single moms. moms yeah. And um, I've been able to overcome that somehow. And, and also in the mix of things, um, my son and I took care of my mom who was sick and handicapped at the time. And so we even tried to make that into a fun thing. And we took her on, on trips with us and she loved going to Cali and we used to have to put her, you know, in a walker, a wheelchair, you know, as it got worse. 
Wow. And I think that it really helped Michael to see the love and dedication that we had um, with my mom and it taught him to be passionate. Um, he was always passionate and considerate about adults, but to a different level. Yeah. Um, he, he adored his grandmother and we gave ourselves extra time to, to, to take care of her so she could be ready to go on the, the, the trips with us. And I tried to make the trips as fun as possible. In the beginning, I used to take, um, before mom was sick, I used to take Michael's friends and I used to buy boogie boards and get hotel rooms and take him out to nice meals. And I wanted him to have a normal childhood and sleepovers. And I did all of that. But at some point in his career, I said, we cannot have your friends come and your cousins all the time because his cousins came and it was more like low key, but his friends, it was more like a vacation. So after his auditions, we would just take off his clothes and run to the beach with his friends. And it was very expensive and I needed to keep him focused after a certain point. And I said, we need to put all your energy into your auditions because this is a job it's not a game and at some point we had to kind of cut the friend cord but it was it was fun from for quite a while you know i wanted him to have normalcy and sometimes i had six kids at one time (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah i know it's but um no i really enjoyed um having the kids and having my nieces and nephews come with us on the journey and my mom and I think that it really gave Michael um, a respect for his grandmother and his cousins and his friends. And, and for me, that he was able to do all of this and still have a good time. Yeah. And what, because it's a, it's a lot on you. Yes. Um, what, how did you take care of yourself to have the strength to do all that, physical and emotional? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I used to, um, prior to that, I used to work out, spin like six days a week. And I used to walk every day. And uh, little by little, that went by the wayside because my son's career, something had to give. Yeah. So my son's career taking care of my mom was number one priority. And so I just kind of watched what I ate. And when I could, I took walks on the beach or swam in my pool and did those kind of things. But I guess also when you have your mom with you, you have the love and love gives you strength too. Yes. And unfortunately, my mom passed away um, six years ago, almost six years ago. And it was really hard on me and Michael. And he didn't do auditions for a month. And when he did an audition and he got a pilot, like I was hysterical. And he was like, why are you crying? And I said, because grandma's not here to see it. But I know that she's watching from above. She can see it from above, yeah. Yes. And uh, I know you, we go through challenges with teenagers uh, because teenagers are teenagers and sometimes they need to test us and they need to show us that they're becoming independent. How did you navigate that mentally? What did you tell yourself when you saw that there were challenges like that? I I just had to remain on course and be 
tough. And I know at times he didn't think that, um, he probably thought I was too tough and I didn't give him breathing space or, you know, you know what teenagers. I hear say. that from my kids too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, mom, give me a break or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just really had to put my foot down and, you know, and we got through it. Yeah. Oh, and I had to let him see, you know, he, he took another course for a little bit. Um, he went to live with his dad for a while and that was okay. And it was, it was a growing experience for him. And then he wind up moving to Cali. He came back home and he moved to Cali and he, he took care of himself. And so I was proud of that. Yeah. That he was able to support himself. He got a job in California. I believe it was on Sunset Boulevard and it was, I forget the name. It was, he was a host at some place where they had a bull riding. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he had this, he, he also, in, in both shows, um, he was one of the main characters in Annabelle Comes Home. And so he told, he called me and he's like, mom, I, I have, you know, he always would call me like the first time, the first one, mom, I got a call back. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so exciting. And he's like, mom, I got another other callback. <laughs> and um, he, um, he was so excited when he got Annabelle and he told me, mom, my boss doesn't want me to, to take off the day before I have to audition. I said, okay, this second job is not a, it's, it's a temporary job. Yeah. Annabelle is your future. This is yeah. what we've been working for eight, nine years. So you could tell that boss that you're going to quit if he doesn't give you the day off. Cause I'm not okay with that. He knew that you had a big audition and your career comes first. Yeah. And he quit. He quit. It's, it's amazing to hear a mom telling her son quit, <laughs> but you I know. know, you know, because you know, that's, everything he has working worked towards until that point would have been nullified if if you hadn't and i feel that all of these things could be considered as obstacles and i think it's about overcoming obstacles yeah and and one thing that my son was always upset about is that i never let him have a job he wanted to babysit he wanted to to, you know, to play music in the streets because he's very musically inclined and make money. And he wanted to, you know, work in restaurants, whatever he needed to do. And I said, Michael, no. He's like, why not? You don't trust me. I said, it's not a matter of trust. But if you lose, lose sight of the big picture, which is to be an actor, you're never going to get there. And I feel strong about that. I will, whatever I have to do, I'll make it possible. We have the support and I provide for you and you don't need to worry about anything else. And he, um, it was good for him that he didn't work. And when he worked, he was exhausted, you know, going on auditions when he was in California, he was exhausting and, but he needed to do that, you know, so he could, um, appreciate where he came from and where he's going. Yeah. And um, I believe that when you're on this path, you have to keep the kids focused. Yeah. Because if you're focused on two or three things and then you throw a girlfriend in there, it's done. Yeah. 
You, you have to keep your energy on one, like towards one target and you help him keep that vision alive. Yes. And, you know, at the time he didn't think, he probably still doesn't think that, you know, I shouldn't have, that I should have let him work. But I know in my heart that he, he probably wouldn't be where he was if he got the taste of making a lot of money and get comfortable and take a different path. Yeah, sometimes comfort is the enemy of success. You need to know where to go, but that's great that you were guided by your heart, literally throughout yeah. the entire path. Nowadays, when you talk to him, is he, can he see how what you did at the time was necessary for him to get there? Or does he, does he know, maybe, how old is he now? He's 20. He's almost 20. 20. Yeah, he's still very young. But does he realize how of an amazing mom you were to him? Or not yet? Uh, you talk to him? I, I think he does. Yeah, probably. I believe in my heart he does. Because the fact that he calls you every time he has something, you're, you're yeah. the first one to know, it, it means you have a, a very strong connection. And that's yeah. the key. It's so cute, you know, like um, through coronavirus times, um, I look at the blessings and not all the shortcomings. Yeah. And so my, my blessing was that my son came with his two dogs, his two cats, a car full of food, and a partridge in a pear tree. And he stayed with me for three, four months. And so that was my blessing. And um, whenever he got a, you know, he had an audition or he had an interview or a call back for a big part, he run in my room, mom, mom, I got a news for you. And I'm like, oh my God, it just warmed <laughs> my heart, you know? Yeah. And so those are my blessings, you know, that he still does call me. And he says, every time I call with good news, you don't pick up the phone. I said, because you call me like I'm in a mall or I'm somewhere where there's not a signal or I'm with a client. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I call him immediately and he's super excited. So That's great. That's that's a beautiful story that can inspire so many moms. Uh, If there was one thing you would like to tell moms who are like you, like who have a kid who has an, an unconventional path or or calling is there something you would like to leave them with (laughs) i i just whatever their passion is or their calling um just really have that heart to heart make sure they're passionate and 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 that they're dedicated because those two dedication and passion are very two important components and yeah. Making that happen, their career choice, whatever it may be, whether it be yeah. a doctor, it be a lawyer, it could be an actor, it could be a YouTuber, um, whatever they want to do, um, you you tell them you're going to support them and give them 100%, but they have to be as dedicated as you are as a parent. Because as a parent, we make sacrifices and I got to tell you, like, I've been blessed. Like, I I didn't do this all alone. Like, I had my family support, and I had my good friends that supported me. And, you know, um, other show moms, sometimes we we took rides to California to to take them to acting classes as well in California. 
And I met amazing parents on the, you know, along the way, some of them were single, some of them weren't. Um, but we all kind of had the same vision for our kids and we believed in them. And some of the students, you know, they decided to go a different path. Yeah. And it sometimes saddens me because they are just, they're very talented. Um, but, you know, they fell in love. They had kids. They, they got a job. And all those little, all those little um, things changed a path in your life. Yeah. And that's why I was so strong about him just staying focused on his career because if he had a job, he would have been fired within a week because we were on the road three, four days a week, sometimes in the weekends. And um, sometimes I would drive, it would take six or eight hours depending on traffic to get there. You know, sometimes we had accidents, you know, on the road. And sometimes it took me 10, 12 hours to get home. And, and it's, it's not a joke. It's something you can't decide to, to say to the agent, Oh no, I don't like that audition. I'm not going to go like whatever the audition was. I took my son, even for a commercial, like I would take him and we would go for a commercial audition. And sometimes it was like five minutes. 30 seconds, a minute. So it's like five hours for five minutes, you know, but it's, it's what you do. And now with the coronavirus times, um, the, the whole face of Hollywood is changing. Yeah. And actually I think it's going to be easier for moms because there's going to be more video auditions, submissions, and Hollywood is going more zoom, um, they're going to be doing a lot more Zoom and they're going to be doing a lot more video auditions. So I think it's changing. It might be a little easier for parents. Yes. Yeah, it, it's changing in every area of uh, it is every industry. Yeah. Huh? Even oh, real estate. <laughs> yeah. Do you do like a virtual tools? No. Um, do you do that? At times, when I have clients that live out of state, I FaceTime them. Uh-huh. And I them the house and quite a few times people buy the house um, on the spot because they trust me and I show them the pictures and they know that I'm a hundred percent behind them. They know what, that I understand what their needs are and their wants. And if, if there's a house that I think isn't good for them, I will tell them. Yeah. Even though it prolongs my search for them, but yeah. I rather have a happy client than just a client. And it's, it's about be, be having integrity because that yes. will come back to you. That comes back right. to us. Whatever we put out comes back to us. Yes. Um, I just have a question that I asked every guest on my show. It's about self-love. What does it mean to you, uh, self-love? Because a lot of women don't know what it means to them. So I love giving them ideas. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked you earlier. So you have... <sighs> Well, I, um, I do enjoy my, my alone time. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my friend time. Like I enjoy my family and friends. And, um, I, I go to my pool sometimes. I have a Corona, put my music on and I just take it all in. Yeah. Um, when I was traveling on the road a lot, I didn't get to use my pool as much. So 
I'm just trying to enjoy that. I When I go to Cali to see my son, I really enjoy going to the beach. And that's one destination I like him to take me when I go to Cali is the beach because it feels like it um, recenters me. Yeah. And it just refuse my soul. I love the beaches and I love going to the mountains and really self-love is, you know, eating healthy. And for me, it's watching my weight. We've all had, not everybody, but me, I have some Corona times and I've gained some weight, you know, over these times and I've, yeah, I've lost it already, but you know, it's just taking care of myself. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Debbie. I, I really am happy that you agreed to do that. And for people who would like to check maybe houses here in Vegas, even if you're out of state, where can they contact you? Um, I work for Milestone Realty and my phone number is 702-526-8029. And I'll put that in the description of the episode as well. With, uh, okay, and then um, if any anybody out there is interested in um, they're having their kids go to acting class, um, they could go to One Media Acting Class. And if you like the phone number, well, it's One Media, number one, Media Acting Academy. Okay. And the owner's name is Frank Perillo. And he was very amazing in my son's career. And they're still good friends. And they're actually writing a movie together. Oh, wow. That's another thing that my son um, is doing right now. And um, he's not only, you know, the lead in Love, Victor. Love, Victor is the show that he's in now. And he just got second season. Which is on Hulu. I checked it out on Hulu. Yeah. Yes, it's on Hulu. And he's the main character. He's Victor. And, um, so there are steps. I mean, you guys could contact me if anybody's interested in, in, um, having their kids go to acting classes. And, um, also a, a friend of mine at one of the, sh- the show moms, she opens up a millennium, um, public relations, Noemi Martinez, and they could look her up as well. <clears throat> And um, anybody could contact me at my phone number in regards to real estate, buying, selling, getting comps, whatever. And also, if you're interested in um, pursuing uh, an acting career for your children, I think I'm eventually down the line, I'm going to do some sort of consulting because I feel that so many parents get robbed by these big corporations that promise you the world and charge you astronomical fees. And you don't need to go that route. I mean, yes. There is definitely a a market for consulting because they need guidance. It's very hard to know. Yeah, I I think I want to do some kind of consulting for parents in addition to real estate because I still have that passion for the business. Yeah. And uh, I have a little niece that's going to, to, um, media, uh, one media acting Academy and she's going to be the next actress in the family. So I told her mom, I know she has a full-time job. And I told my niece, if you're dedicated and if you study and give it a hundred percent, I will dedicate to take you on auditions. Wow. Hope you get an agent 
and a manager and all of that. And I, she's going to be my next little project. <laughs> <laughs> But that's amazing because now you have the experience, you know what you're doing. Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Debbie. I'm really delighted that we shared this moment. And Thank I was you. also curious to know uh, maybe the questions I never asked you privately because I never thought about it, but it's, I think it needed to be recorded for moms who would maybe think about the same kind of journey with their kids. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I hope that I, you know, shed some light that whatever it is that you, your children want to do, um, you can help them achieve it so long as they're passionate and they're focused. Yes. And we talk a lot about co-parenting with the universe in this show. So you are a perfect example because you followed your heart and we are connected with our heart to the infinite intelligence. So that's a perfect example. Thank you. So for... Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I said, I said thank you. Have a great day. and um, You too. And God bless. God bless. And for our listeners and viewers, I'll see you next week with another episode. Enjoy your If you like this podcast, please subscribe and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform of your choice. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.